All right, uh, welcome to the podcast, everyone. I am your Woo-hoo. dungeon master, Brad Hamilton, all the Bradwick way. Bradwick Hamilton. <laughs> that is not my name. Uh, all the way from the great—I don't think I said it in the uh, episode zero—all the way from the great white north of Alaska. Oh yeah, you did. Uh, mention I think that. that's isn't that Canada's thing? The great white north. Uh, no, that's not Canada's thing. <laughs> I thought it was the uh, land of the midnight sun. Was I oh, thought it yeah, was that like could be. just the North Pole or the last frontier? You know. All the above. Aren't you just a moose? Yeah. Join with me today. <laughs> uh, we got Tommy Johnson from the great city of Chicago. Hello. <laughs> I am uh, Exioc, the uh, goblin rogue. All right. Uh, we got Matt Wolf from Seattle. I am Hirak, the bird bard. Bird bard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Oh man, uh, he is an Eric Cocker bard for you D and D nerds. Uh, and uh, last and certainly least, we have Jeffrey Leadham. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hello, I am playing Nathan or Daniel <laughs> Kent. <laughs> I'm just a I'm just a man monk. A man just monk. A, he's got a plan. Man bird monk. Bark. Man monk. Bird monk. Uh, bird monk. Yeah, just all the words. Uh, and you are from Chicago, uh, so, yeah. about f- five city blocks away from Tommy, right? Something like that. True. Yeah, really close. And so yeah. is this character, Nathaniel <laughs> Drake, or whatever his name is, is literally from Chicago. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I <laughs> see him at collide. what's his last name, Nathaniel Kent. 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 God. Yeah. Yeah, I see him <laughs> at right. Aldi sometimes. He purchases prunes, so like he's a weirdo. <laughs> Gotta keep that digestive system regular. <laughs> so regular all right um awesome so really excited to be starting off this podcast uh these guys don't know hardly anything about the world uh that we are about to be exploring and so uh you guys yeah and that's been intentional um you guys as the audience are going to get to discover the world along with them these guys are pretty decent improvers so uh hopefully uh we'll be able to Hey, don't slow yourself <laughs> short, Tommy. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to be able to hopefully craft a narrative in a world uh, in a really cool and unique way and uh, in a wholesome way, too. You know, we want to keep it family friendly. Amen. Amen. I mean, there might be some drugs and alcohol references and uh, maybe we'll see. Breaking but- Bad. <laughs> Breaking uh, Brad. <laughs> New name for the podcast. No. <laughs> Brad started oh, no. this, but he, little does he know that it was just a trap to get him in here, and we shall break. <laughs> yeah, like I have pages upon pages of notes, um, and I am fully prepared to toss all of them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> just depending on how things go. Like I know Jeffrey Leadham will. Try his darkness oh. to break my game. Who is this Jeffrey Leadham you're talking to? Nathaniel Kent, sir. That's that's right. We, we got the magical trio of uh, Exioc, Herock, and Nate. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, uh, none of these guys know each other in-game yet, so this is going to be an origin story, um, which is really exciting. Uh, so without further ado, what do you say we just jump right on into it? <laughs> Let's do it. Done with that. I mean, yes. What? All right. Oh, and you guys should probably take notes too so that you don't have to come back and listen to all the information on the podcast. That is a good call. I have a, a cheat sheet up. 
with all, all right. the things I need to know, and then I'll just keep going. Awesome. I have nothing. Welcome, I plan one on and all. <laughs> cough, cough. All right, to the world. Again, start again, start again. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> we are professionals. Uh, uh, welcome, one and all, to the world of Yetzira. Ooh. Yeah, Y-E-T-S-I-R-A. Um, this is a world of my own design, and it exists uh, among the other uh, D&D prime uh, planes that uh, other people have made since the beginning of the game. Um, it's kind of like a Tolkien-esque idea of creating your own world and letting the characters explore within it. Uh, so really excited to get into checking out all the different things that are here in the world. It's a very big world with a lot of things in it. We've got multiple continents set up that we may or may not oh, ever get snap. to. We're starting in just one specific region. Um, and uh, I really like the idea of that. I, uh, you know, like Tolkien came mm -hmm. up with the Shire and uh, really got you to know the Shire and the people in the Shire and then slowly expanded out from there to eventually let people be familiar with all aspects of his world, but it never feels overwhelming. So I'm not going to be introducing a whole bunch of names of different places here. Uh, we're just going to be starting off in one place and exploring what's uh, out there from here. Sound good? Sounds mm -hmm. great. Let's get all right. going. So our story begins in the vast Arrogat Desert. The Arrogat is also known as the Great Desert by some clans, and it lies to the south of a vast mountain range uh, called the Unk Spire. So Unk Spire is just goblin slash uh, orc tongue um, for the mountain range, uh, but most people know that mountain range as Dragon Spine or the Dragon Spine. Um, there was uh, a what people think happened is, you know, just a little bit of um, natural topography of the mountain effect of creating a desert on the other side of this mountain range. Um, and this desert has sweeping dunes uh, that cover the entire landscape for miles in every direction. Um, and uh, along with that come the rumors of secrets that lie beneath those dunes. And those are ever on the tongues of his denizens. On the southern part of this desert is an outpost built around a natural oasis. Uh, there is a small village that exists there. Uh, is Hamlet village like settlement? What, do you, what is there like a name for an oasis town? Uh, is, I think oasis town is <laughs> yeah. the I oasis. Of, town. I can't think of any specific nouns for you. Yeah, uh, this place is called a Destun. Uh, D e s t or D-E-S-T-U-U-N, because that looks really cool on paper where you have two U's to just do the same thing that one would do. Um, uh, none of our adventurers has ever been to this place before, uh, but each is coming for their own reasons. Our story begins as the sun is cresting over the dunes and sending chills throughout the sands. A well-trodden path leads northward through the shifting sands of the desert towards this small oasis town. Uh, and along that path walks a single figure with a rapier at his side. Nathaniel Kent, you are walking along uh, towards the lights of the flickering flames that come from this oasis town. You've been traveling most of the day coming here, and you've timed it perfectly to where you're about to arrive uh, just as the sun is setting. Um, and so far, you have made it through pretty much unscathed uh no one has really bothered you you've seen one uh merchant traveling past uh with a set of camels um and one beast of burden that you didn't really recognize that had a long snout uh 
and uh, was uh, had six legs instead of just the regular four. Um, very interesting creature. Um, and that merchant had uh, several sets of large caskets on it um, that uh, was heading back in the opposite direction. And uh, you didn't have any interaction with this person. You just kind of passed like ships in the wind. Um, as you are probably 500 feet out from this settlement, you hear a stark rustling in the leaves uh, or in the uh, the sand um, coming from what sounds like it's just over the little dune to your left. Um, and it's loud enough to where you feel like it's some sort of large creature. Uh, so uh, what would you like to do? Um... I would like to um, play the fool. Uh, I'm going to ready my rapier, but pretend like I don't notice anything. Just continue to walk in the direction that I am heading. Sure. Um, as you are walking along, um, you feel like the noise has fallen behind you, but suddenly it comes up again to your left. Uh, the same sound, and it feels like it's closer, as if something is trailing you, watching you. It uh, has not. It has not approached you yet. Do you just want to keep walking? I'll keep walking for a little bit longer, and then I'll stop and see if I hear it. All right. Uh, Take like twenty more feet of movement. Sure. Jeffrey, lead him. Nathaniel Kent, why don't you give me a perception check? Okay, this is the first roll of the... Of the first roll of the podcast. Please, please be one. Uh, it's going to be total? 20. Total. Ooh, hey, 20. Nice. So oh, for yeah. those of you who don't know, uh, we use a 20-sided dice to try and see things that would happen uh, in a way that uh, you can't just say something happens if there's like a chance that it won't work out. So say he peers into the dark and uh, doesn't see anything. That would be the result of a really bad roll with his 20-sided dice. Um, now, each of these guys are good at different things, and so that will affect how good, uh, how many modifiers they're able to add to their roll. So what was your natural roll, Jeffrey? Uh, 15. So he has a plus oh, five damn. to his perception checks. Wow. And so that gives him a total score of 20. And uh, a 20 is a very good roll. And so because of that, we're going to be able to explain uh, how or what he's able to see. Now, being a human in the fading light, uh, it's getting difficult to make things out. A lot of shadows are being played off the landscape at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, but you still have just enough sunlight to kind of make out a large uh, shape that is ducking behind a dune. Um, and you see these bright yellow eyes piercing through. Uh, and you lock for a second before it disappears behind the hill. Hmm. How far am I from the town? Uh, probably about 400 feet at this point. Um. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> it was a large creature, correct? It sounded pretty large. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I continue to move towards the town. Uh, not quickening or slowing my pace. All right. Uh, you keep on I also moving. light a torch as I finish this last uh, segment of my journey. Sure. Um, with that uh, dirty 20, uh, we call it a dirty 20 as opposed to a natural 20. If you roll a, a 20 on the 20-sided dice, 
uh, we consider that typically just to be an automatic success in whatever you're trying to do. Um, but with modifiers mm-hmm. included, we call it a dirty 20. Just Gross. so our listeners can get some of the lingo. I don't know. It, it sounds dirty nasty. Dirty 20. It's a dirty yep. 20. Yeah. Um, and so uh, as you are walking towards this town, the lights start to get brighter and brighter. And you're able to make out more shapes. Uh, and you start to see palm trees pop up. Uh, and just out of the corner of your vision, your eyes are able to dart over. And you make out the shape and outline of this figure. Uh, it is a five foot uh, head to end of tail long uh, creature you've never seen before. It's got a bill uh, of kind of like a duck um, that is black as far as you can tell. And it is covered in thick armor plates uh, that go all up and down its back. It's got webbed feet uh, that are good for pushing through the sand. Um, and you see it just before it goes down and keeps burrowing. Um, and uh, go ahead and give me another history check just to see if you can figure out what this thing is. A history check? Yeah. <laughs> or na- History or nature, whichever is best for you. Um, Dummy dumb. Uh, so both are bad. Uh, so it's going to be a 12. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be a 12. Sure. Uh, yeah, you don't know what this thing is. Uh, but... If you had to guess, probably a platadillo. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Um, I'm excited. Are there more avatar-esque creatures? Uh, that is remaining to be seen. Oh, I'm so excited! How far am I from the town at this point? Uh, 300 feet. Okay. Uh, this creature didn't look um, humanoid at all, right? But it looks like it uh, has disappeared from sight at this point. Uh, That's comforting. What you know about platadillos <laughs> is they are not aggressive creatures, so. Very nice. Um, yeah, so... Uh, the suspense and payoff, so good. Uh, I guess uh, you keep walking towards the town. You make yeah. it eventually. Um, uh, this town uh, of Destune is desolate at this point. When the sun goes down in the desert, everything kind of just uh, stops working. You know, people go inside, and uh, it gets quiet. And so you are the lone figure walking through here at this point. Um and as you are uh, walking through, you see the houses are made of like an adobe brick kind of thing um, of caked mud that has been stacked on each other. Uh, but a lot of the houses are you, you see there's little pathways leading into the ground um, that lead underground that most of these settlements uh, are buried beneath the ground level. Um, you see a couple of uh, shops. Uh, dart the path but they appear to have no one inside and the lights are off and closed uh, to your, all around you um, there's little bits of grass that are popping up in random sp- uh, spaces and uh, palm trees that also line the area and you can see just like barely um, at the end of this main thoroughfare uh, there is a large pool of water as far as you can tell um, but uh that is not really what catches your eye. What catches your eye is the one building that really has lights coming and sound coming from it. Uh, that is uh, a, one of the largest buildings here. And in front, you can see a sign written in common that says the rest pit in. Um, well, well, I'm definitely going in there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, can you also acknowledge my pun, please? The rest pit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my i didn't even hear You're it welcome. first the rest pit ah uh, the rest pit in didn't want to uh-huh. give you the satisfaction but if you're gonna beg for it 
<laughs> See, Something that you guys know and will learn about me is I need validation in all things that I do. <laughs> See, and here's the thing. I think that one actually went over my head. That's it, but Because I, I didn't catch it right away. Exactly. 100% and, went over mine. That here's the thing. I, over mine, but 100%. I didn't say anything. <laughs> And we could just let the listeners figure it out on their own, or we could make nope, sure we'll that we could spoon feed them for three nope. minutes like this. We'll let them figure it out on their own. <laughs> let, let them recognize my wit for what it is. <laughs> oh, yikes. Um, <laughs> um, you walk into the rest pit, uh, and um, you hear sounds of conversations that are happening. Um, when you were outside, there was a just very subtle feeling of wind coming over to where it was kind of blowing in your ears and there was distant howls that kind of make up the desert ambiance. But as soon as you walk in here, uh, the sound kind of muffles and deafens uh, to where you feel like you're almost in like a soundproof room. Uh, no echoes, but still like sounds of people all around you. Um, these creatures are coming from all different shapes and sizes, different races, different people of different cultures. Um, but none of them look to be too savory of individuals. It looks like you have come into a town that is more of like a Moss Eisley uh, feel to where uh, a lot of people that may, may or may not be in right with the local law and authority. Um, at the bar, there is a half-elf-looking uh, human um, who's polishing a glass, and he kind of gives you a look, like glances down at your rapier and just kind of gets back to what he was doing before. Um at the bar, you see uh, a squat old man with a very long gray beard uh, and um, with the hood up, and he seems to just be uh, swirling around a cup of water um, or something else. You can't really tell from here. Um, and everyone else seems to be in conversation. He seems to be the only one that uh, doesn't have anything else going on. And there is an open seat right next to him. And he's the, I'm assuming, only other, like, human. Uh, as far as you can tell, he looks human. Okay. I'll go sit next to him. Alrighty. And uh, order myself a drink as well. Sure. Uh, Exioc, you see uh, this human come and sit down next to you. <laughs> oh, hey, bartender. Let's get this man a drink. On me. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, what'll it be? Um, a cool glass of water. I was about to say that. <laughs> All right, that's, that's gonna be five gold. Five gold? I toss him the gold. Oh. Uh, right, wow, just forking it over? You know, our, our, our mead's only a silver. This man needs some water. What am I paying right. you for, anyway? Hey, hey, I, I'm just here to serve the drinks, man. Uh, he pours you out. Uh, he gets like this really special flask out and pours it, and this crystal clear water comes pouring into it, and he kind of swirls it around a little bit and puts it down in front of you. It's a long day. It's a long day's travel from anywhere. You better enjoy that water. I do. Um, it was very kind of you to offer me such... Hospitality. What is your name? <clears throat> the name's Lloyd. Very nice to meet you, Lloyd. You nice me to Nathan. meet you, too. All right. Nice to meet you, too, Nathan. Now tell me. You seem like a, a nice fellow. 
What brings you to a place like this? Well, happen to be in the area, and um, I heard a couple of rumors going about uh, that I'm intrigued by certain things, you see? Hmm. Uh, a man of mystery, eh? More or less. I of can... a man of mischief. Oh, I can get behind that. I've shared a little, a fair bit of mischief myself. Oh, back in the day, me and uh, my friend, oh, what was his name? Uh, uh, his name was Terso. Uh, I remember back in the day, we, uh, we used to, uh, play tag out back. Oh, man, he was so slow. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, me, Terso and me, Lloyd, uh, we used to get along well, but since then we kind of fell, fell apart and I haven't seen him in a long while. And I thought I'd try and catch up with him. I think now he's a baron. And, uh, I got, I got word that he's been heading this way. I don't know if you know anything about him. You pass anyone on the trails? I passed one you, traveler. You guys see the bartender has perked up his ears at this mention of Terso. Um... And he doesn't seem to, like, want to engage, but you see, like, a visible shift in his posture. Hey, you, bartender. Name's Borden. What can I do for you? Well, Borden. <clears throat> you heard of my friend? <laughs> I may have heard the name. I take a big drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big swig. Just throw it back. <laughs> uh, I may have heard of a torso. What about it? Well, like I said, he and I go way back in the day, and I was wondering if uh, if you knew anything about him. I tried to catch up with him, you know, just share some uh, our life stories since we uh, split ways. Uh huh. I see. Well, uh, you know, relive the glory days. You know, information around these parts isn't free. Can I do an insight check on that? Relive the glory days. Go for it. Do I have to oppose that? Um. You can make a secret roll, and then uh, whether or not it is a persuasion or a deception check is up to you. Uh, could I do? Well, could I do uh, performance? Uh, you could do that too. Since, since uh, if you watched episode zero, you would know that my name is Lloyd. <laughs> Yeah. Also, you're not a human. <laughs> I, this is all just very tongue-in-cheek at this point. I'm just going to tell you what you have to beat. I rolled a 19 for my insight check. <laughs> all right, go ahead and roll your deception. I... <laughs> Dang it. Uh, uh, that's a 10 total? Yep. Ooh. Uh, you know, you've been around the block once or twice, uh, Nate, and you you're, you know this guy's just full of it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Get. But he bought me water, so I'm just not going to say yeah, anything. Absolutely I'm, going to, I'm going to <laughs> nod in agreement about, mm, we're looking for our old friend. <laughs> Wait, you know Torso too? Of course I know Torso. <laughs> like I said, information around these parts isn't free. Hey, 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 What? what do you mean information? This isn't just any information. This is my friend here. We're talking about. Go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Uh, 16 total. 
Yeah, sorry, my lips are sealed. My first roll of the evening. Uh, twenty. Dang, yeah. damn it! Damn. Uh, well, I'd like to ask the bartender. Well, that information seems like it'll cost us a little much. You know anything about platypus sand creatures? Oh, you mean those platadillos outside of town? Yeah, no, they won't hurt you. Oh, I can tell you stories about platadillos. Oh, oh yeah? Very Do nice. tell. <laughs> well, they're not as good as my stories about me with Terso, but, uh, I mean, I might be able to whip one up for you. <laughs> Enlighten me. I I look uh look yeah, at the bartender. You ain't never seen a platadilla in your life, have you? Hey, you I'm the, I'm a the, regular. The, the docile creature is enough, but when you get between you know a mama and its baby, it's just all out warfare. It'll rip your gut from your throat. Well, I'll tell you. Anyway, uh. I'm Those not just eggs. saying mm. that information is they free to spot. put a stopper on the conversation. I'm just saying you got to grease the wheels a little bit if you want to get it anywhere around these pots. Well, I don't have got any grease, but I do have a little bit more change here. Does change what you're looking for, though? What really interests a man like you? Around here, there's got to be something else that you're intrigued with or find a value. That's it. And I'm sure we might have some skills. Hmm. Or, uh... That Something that is a real, you'd be willing to bark. real nice looking sword you got there. <laughs> you don't want to see it up close. You know, I was just thinking that. My, oh, oh, uh, oh. I was just thinking that myself. It is a nice sword. I'm sorry I mentioned it. You're fine. Well, uh, I might have oh, some ah, work for you, um, and then maybe I can give you a little bit of what I know. Works, eh? Yeah. Um. Why don't you uh, come talk to me after I'm done with my shift here? We can talk things out a little bit. Oh, absolutely. All right. Meanwhile, uh, what was so? What was your name again? Borden. All right, Borden. I'll see you later. I get up, finish the last of my drink, and uh, uh, walk away from the bar. All right. Awesome. Meanwhile, uh, in another place in the tavern, uh, the main area of the room leads off deeper underground um, into what you can only assume are the bedrooms uh, that are here in the tavern. Um, and in a small little uh, room, uh, probably made for goblins um, or other small folk, uh, there is a bird creature that is tossing and turning in his sleep. Um, Hirok, you are in the middle of a nightmare right now. As you are uh, sleeping here, you see flashes of images of memories and distant thoughts. You are on a vast open landscape just covered and everything is white. And you hear ethereal voices coming in. You turn around to try to find the sources of voices, but everything is just slow motion. You feel your hands moving like molasses through the viscous air. As you are standing around looking, you see just a very faint, ghostly image of your grandfather appear. Your grandfather died several years ago, and you never even really got to know him. Um, and you were raised, as you know, by your grandmother. And so uh, you only know him from vague pictures and stories. But somehow in your heart, you know that, yes, this is him. This is your grandfather. And he 
uh, looks in pain. He looks hurt and in turmoil. Uh, suddenly, the white landscape shifts for just a split second, but you see sand covering everything. And a pale moon above you, and then everything goes back to the white that it was before. You hear him say, Yerok, help. I, I immediately start running. All right. Uh, you strike pushing through the air, and every time you feel like you're taking a step forward, it feels like you're taking a step backwards, and he's just getting further and further and more distant. As you are trying to pass through here, again, the image flashes to uh, the desert landscape. Um, and as you take another step forward, you feel your foot give way. You start falling. The white becomes pure black as you fall through the ground, and you look up and you see the hole from where you fell through before, and you feel like you hit solid ground. Um, all around you, green mist starts swirling around you uh, in a spiral pattern leading up towards the hole, sealing it off until it's just the green mist that envelops you in a sea of darkness. As you are standing here, uh, looking around, your grandfather's image is appearing at you from all different sides, and you see other faces start appearing as well. Of What you can only feel are just tormented souls, and you are trying to reach out and grasp at them, but all you're feeling is their pain and their torment and you just feel lost and uh then all of a sudden you get just one clear image of what looks like a small bowl that is covered in red markings and your grandfather's face appears in front of you and it startles you into awakeness and you jolt upright in your bed breathing heavily You feel like there's no way you can get back to sleep at this point. <laughs> Breathes heavily. <laughs> I start playing music on my lyre to help myself calm down. <laughs> Give me a performance check. <laughs> and can I get a little live action? Ooh. Please? Let's hear that guitar. Maybe in post. Oh, that's a nat 20, boys. Oh, my goodness. Oh, snap. First roll of the game. Look at well, we know who's going to be rolling. Yo, what, what are the odds that my first roll and Matt's first roll are both natural 20s? <laughs> <sighs> I cry every time. And Jeffrey had a dirty 20, which is, I guess, close enough. Thanks, <laughs> 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 Just got to make you feel included. <laughs> I feel included. <laughs> um, man. Uh, so you start playing your lyre, and immediately uh, the sounds come drifting through and what was sheer and utter panic and confusion suddenly you feel more at peace with yourself uh and if you wanted to you could go back to sleep but you do hear sounds of merriment coming from outside of your door so it's up to you um <laughs> yeah i'm gonna you know what? i'm gonna take a little nap no uh, <laughs> i'm gonna go outside awesome I'd like to get a jab with the bacon. <laughs> I would like to have more dream adventures by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ticket it one way ticket to Terror Town, please. <laughs> I mean we we may do another dream sequence tonight. We'll see. They're fun, you know. Uh so you uh go ahead and head Very head back ethereal. up into the main area of the uh tavern that you came in through. Um and uh are, do you have your liar with you, do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I always carry it on me. Cool. Uh, the moment that you step out, you hear a gruff voice 
uh, coming from the back of the tavern area of a very large, almost fully bred orc. Uh, there may be a bit of human in him, but you really can't tell at this point. And you just hear him go, hey, Birdman, give us a song. Uh, and you <laughs> see something whizzing towards your head. Uh, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, okay. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, that is a 15 So this is also plus. the natural 20 for this. Yeah, and it's up at the top left. Uh, it's going to be different than your checks. It's a saving throw. Uh, you said it's a dexterity? Oh, plus three, so 18. 18. You nimbly duck out of the way as a, uh empty can of ale clatters against the wall and drops to the ground. Um, uh, you see uh, two new figures that weren't here when you first came in sitting at the bar, looking like they're chatting it up with the bartender. Uh, but the uh, orc looks like he is very intent on getting you to start playing music. Um, I don't even take a step further. I start playing for him, um, and I rolled a nine plus. Is this performance? This is performance. What would this be? Okay, nine plus six, which would be seventeen. That's a fifteen. That is good math. Uh, folks at home, uh, Matt is an engineering major. Um, yeah, <laughs> I would also like the audience to know I do have my TI eighty three plus with me and in front of me right now, and I did not use it. Just now. is that the silver edition? I was going to ask that. <laughs> no, it's like normal, but I do have like a pink like jelly case on it. Gotcha. Oh, oh nice! It's pretty sweet looking. Yeah. Um, this is a man who keeps his calculator. As you guys are wrapping up this conversation with Borden, the barkeep, um, you guys hear some soft lyrical music start to play in the back. And you turn around and you see this Birdman that you, you, neither of you have ever seen a Birdman before. Uh, but just like very softly plucking at the lyre and uh, very uh, slowly all the eyes turn to him and... Uh, you know, uh, he captivates everyone's attention and at the end just gives a decent bow. Um, while he's playing, can I see if there's any... I would like to take a look and see if anybody's not paying attention to the stuff in front of them. Ooh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, 11. Okay, yeah, no. Uh, you can definitely see that, uh, especially because the water here is so expensive, it looks like people are taking the alternative option um and uh definitely not in full focus of their faculties right now um do i see anything of value on any tables <laughs> uh with that perception check you can make out uh there's a coin purse uh on the satchel of a nearby goblin okay um i make my way over to that table uh, while the song is going, and I just uh, uh, quietly uh, stand there with my almost empty glass, just like leaning on the table. But uh, I'm kind of what I'm doing is kind of gauging if I actually want to uh, make a move here. If I just want to uh, sure. um, let this one pass. Do I see this happening? So go ahead and just give me a stealth check, uh, Exioc. Uh, dirty twenty. Okay, uh, that does not beat your passive perception. So. Or th that does, oh, that, yeah, that does yeah, yeah. My past. Yes, sorry, so you don't see it. Um, 
so he just kind of slips away. Uh, but you also beat uh, that goblin's passive perception. So it uh, looks like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> um, is the song still going on? Uh, it is still going on. Um, what uh, kind of ears does this goblin have? Um, these ones are pointy. Uh, okay. I'm going to, uh, uh, slip my hand in to the coin purse and just take, uh, one coin. Alright, uh, go ahead and give me a slide of hand check. Uh, 14. <clears throat> you reach in and you seize around what feel like a couple of coins. Um, do you just want to take one? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, you pull it out, and it is a silver piece. I, uh, I palm it in my hand, and, uh, and then I tap the goblin. Uh, he jerks around towards you, like, just head whiplash snaps. Uh, and he says, what can I do for you, old timer? You ever heard something so beautiful as this? No. Well, me neither, friend. Hey, time is money. Get out of here. Okay, okay. And I move on to another table. All right. <laughs> just, but, and I and I just like and I just, just stand by the table. So smooth. Just like a, any any like goofy old man kind of would, as if he's like cool. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. You notice that the orc that threw the mug has got a pretty hefty side purse going on. Um, and he's also like, uh, so the liar is playing like a really soft lyrical thing, right? Um, and he's just like, <laughs> just like clapping his hands the whole time, you know, just really offbeat, but just like really <laughs> very much enjoying right. himself. Okay. I'll, I'll move, move his way as, um, as he's clapping and stuff. And I say, you seem like you're a real music man. Hey, I'm trying to listen here, but all right. All right. I sit down at the table. Hey, you gotta pay to sit here. What? Can't I just sit here with friends? Give me a persuasion check. Uh, nineteen. Mm. You seem like a decent enough fellow. I guess there's nothing real wrong with it. Um. Thanks, friend. Yeah, are you like right next? Here's to you? a silver for your troubles. <laughs> I flip him the silver I had in my palm. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? The name's Lloyd. Lloyd. Name is Ringo. Say, what are you in town for? Well, actually, I was in town, one, for the clear, crystal clear water here. They got good water, you know? Anyway, th that was one. But the other reason is I'm actually trying to catch up with my old friend from back home. His name's, uh, his name's, uh, <laughs> Tarso. You heard of him? Torso? You know Torso? I do. Oh, me and that bloke go way back, let me tell you. Oh, no way. Man, the, the times that we've had with Torso, oh, that guy, he knows how to party, let me tell you. Oh, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, but don't let the passing Han know about it, all right? Don't let the what? The passing Hans. Uh, you got it. I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah, no, I, I think I heard Terso is, 
He was just here a few days ago, I think, and haven't seen him since. Oh, really? I just missed him. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, what was he doing here? He said something about ruins, I think. I don't know. He was just talking up a storm. I tend to not bore into that kind of thing. Yeah, that Terso, he can really get on his soapbox and just kind of get lost, can he? Yeah, you know, he's just kind of a chat. Wait a second. I'm trying to listen to the music here. Why am I talking to you? Oh, sorry. Uh, and as he says that, the song ends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I stand up and clap. Bravo, yeah, I say. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you get 17 silver thrown at you, by the way. Nice. So you can go um, ahead and add that to your character sheet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go sit down at the bar in the newly opened seat. Let's see. That's the seat next to me, correct? Yeah. That is the seat next to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. That's a, that's a good song you had there. Thank you. Uh, what's your name? My name's Hirak. My name's Nathan. I would... It's uh... quite an exotic name there you got. Uh, yeah. Not from around these parts. Yeah, where, where do you hail from? Unfortunately, I'm a little light on coin, or else I would, uh, you know, offer you something. But that's okay. Don't have much to spare. I I play for pleasure, not for business. Ah, very nice. The way things should be. But uh, your love, you almost feel like you're never working. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. All all work, all play, no work. Right? That's what I live by. Yeah. <laughs> I say yeah and grin as I like grab my sword. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, here, here, I go ahead and give me another dexterity saving throw. Oh, fun! Oh, I snap. love doing these. Oh, um, oh, fantastic! Eight plus three, eleven. Uh, you feel something sharp hit you in the back of the head, and you take mm. one point of damage. Um. Oh, dang! Was it from the? It was from another mug. To... Uh, you see, mug. yeah, it was definitely uh, a mug that was thrown from the same guy. Uh, and you hear Ringo shout from across the bar. I wasn't paying attention. Play another song. What we can sing to? Uh, I say. I don't know what that voice was. <laughs> you Did, see, he uh, like stands up and starts walking towards you, like with a big swagger in his step, just very much out of sorts. Uh, and you see, he's like reaching for a short sword. I take out my rapier. And Ooh, ooh! I go. Uh, no, there's no need for this conflict, good sir. If he doesn't start playing in the next three seconds, he's gonna get what's coming to him. I look back at the. Aarakocra, and I take a swing at this guy. Wow! Oh, let's roll for initiative! Yeah! <laughs> oh, dang. Bar fight! Bar, Bar fight! fight. <laughs> all right, so uh, everyone roll for initiative and let me know what you get. All right, so uh, the way this works is we do turn-based combat in D&D. Um, each person will take their turn uh, according to how high they rolled. And we'll describe the events as the dice foretell them. So, uh, Hirok, what'd you get? I got a 19 plus 3, 22. Awesome. Uh, Nate, what'd you get? I got an 18 plus 3, 21. All right. And Exioc, uh, keeping the train going? Uh, no, I got a 1. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so that brings my total to 4. Uh, okay. Uh, awesome. Dang, damn um, it. 
So you guys don't know who else is rolling initiative in here. Um, Ooh, fantastic. Oh, and you uh, don't can I know... ask how crowded is the room? Like how, what's the there... estimate of how many people there are? Total of 10 people here. Including the bartender? In uh, including, including the bartender. Uh, 10 people besides the three of you. Okay. Um, and, uh, but that all being said, Hirok, you are up first. You see uh, this guy start lumbering towards you and, uh, you know, draw his short sword. And you are willing to comply, obviously. Um, but before you get the chance to respond, you see that Nate has withdrawn his rapier and is looking like he's about ready to attack. Uh, but what do you want to do? Um, I am going to cast... Ooh. Vicious oh, wow. Mockery, <laughs> yes. which is a uh, level zero spell, so nice. it doesn't cost anything. All right. Um, it's going to be at, uh, what was his name? Uh, it Ringo. wasn't Torso. Ringo, right. Like the beetle? Or yes. Yeah. Spelled that way. Okay, cool. Did you like my um, rhythm joke earlier? Yeah, I did. Okay, it was good. great. <laughs> I am going to... Do I have to roll for that? I have to roll, right? Uh... Do he I roll makes for it, cantrips? No, he makes a, he makes a wisdom save. Against this. Yeah, so what's your spell save DC? Uh, good question. Um... <laughs> uh, he rolled a natural 18, so he's going to beat it no matter what, unfortunately. Uh, but what do you say? Uh, I am, what he's just said he's an orc. I'm going to yeah. say, uh, you know, I was willing to go along with it, but my friend here kind of just blew my cover. But... Look, you big, ugly, green man. Just, you didn't even pay me last time. What are you doing? Come on, man. Get out of my swamp. <laughs> Implying that he looks like Shrek. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, he, he gets that reference. Um, he, he just kind of looks at you and says, Shut up, Spix Week. Uh, and uh, Nate, what is your dexterity modifier? Uh, plus three. Okay, so you are going to go first. Okay. Oh, uh, so obviously first I'm gonna do what monks do. I'm gonna attack with my rapier. Alrighty. Uh, uh, you see uh, Hirok try to like shield himself, like insulting the guy, but he looks unperturbed by it and like he's ready a, just to keep a going. Sixteen to hit. Sixteen does hit. Hey, nice. So he takes five points of piercing damage. Nice. Uh, you lunge at this guy. Uh, hand out for the balance and you just poke him real good in the abdomen um yep and uh you like feel so much resistance as if this guy's just made of muscle um and he just kind of looks surprised more than anything else and looks down at the rapier and just kind of looks up at you and reaches in crosses his arms on both sides and whips out two short swords and he's gonna make two attacks at you yeah also i get bonus actions brad i'm gonna punch this guy first oh okay go for it yeah, what do you... I'm a monk. <laughs> Dirty 20 to hit. Ooh, Dirty 20 does hit. Alrighty. And that is... More damage than... Uh, that is... Uh, it's D4 plus my... So that is 7 damage. What? Of bludgeoning damage. Dang. What? So you're just going to punch yeah. this guy? Oh, yeah, I stabbed him in the chest, and then he looked at me, and I punched him in the face. <laughs> Dang. Let me, let me get this right. You punched him harder than you stabbed him in yes, the gut? Yes, okay. Yes. Wow. I Dang. rolled a D8 no, poorly, like, but I rolled a D4. Well, 
some people when they go for the face punch they kind of pull the punch you know because they're afraid it's gonna hurt uh, mm-hmm. You see Nate just like put his fist through this guy's face. Oh my god! Uh, this too many times. Yeah, does it leave uh, a fist-shaped indent in? in yeah. Lego's so face? orcs typically have like kind of a Voldemort kind of nose, you know, um, mm-hmm. to where it's like kind of a just a shallow nose, and you just see where it was just a little protrusion is now just a little indent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you just see. Black, red, viscous mucus blood Ugh. running down his face. Oh, gross! Um, and, nice. Uh, now he's going to take his swing at you, and that is a twenty-two to hit you, sir. Yep. That will hit barely. Barely. Right. Oh, oh what? my god! I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Totally. You are not going to like this. Uh, that is ten points of damage to you, sir. Uh, that's fine. Oh snap! Oh. But I think he gets another swing, doesn't he? He does. Probably. Um, really swing. thankful that. Uh, Nathaniel is... Kent stood up in front of me because I would not be doing so great right now. Yeah, uh, that is a nine to hit. So his first swing comes and just cuts you across the chest. You feel uh, warm blood start to coagulate among your midsection. And the second one, you are able just to get up your rapier in time to parry it out of the way. Um, and uh, all right, so uh, from across the room, uh, Exioc, uh, you see all of this going down. Um, what do you want to do? Um, uh, is there anyone else moving towards the direction of the brawl? It looks like everyone is just content to watch it happen. Um, I also am content to just let it, watch it happen. (laughs) But I pull, Uh, but I pull a knife out of my, uh, out from under my cloak and hold it in my hand ready, um, should anybody Um, try to attack me. You look over to the table where you swipe that silver from that goblin, uh-huh. and you see that he's like gathering people around, and he's got like a little notepad out, and it looks like he's taking bets. <laughs> I uh, I move in that direction with knife in hand still, and I, right. and I say, and I say, uh, uh, one gold on the little guy. All right, you got it. All right, I got three silver on uh, the big man. All right, we got two on Ringo. Yep, one on the newcomer. All right, got it. Uh, he's just <laughs> t- take, taking all the bets in. And you see his hands are moving so quickly, and you're not sure if he's, like, swindling people or uh-huh. actually taking the bets properly or not. Um, and anyway, uh, so that, that's your turn? Uh, right. Yes. Cool. Uh, we are back up to Hirok. As <clears throat> Mighty and strong and smart as Hirak is, he's going to stay at the bar where he is, but he is going to cast a level one spell called Dissonant Whisper. Um, Go ahead and read out Dissonant Whisper so people know what it is. It is, you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it in terrible pain. The target must save a wisdom saving throw on a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage. Oh. It must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. And I'm assuming away from my my good friend. Nate. Yes, sir. Uh, right. So that's a wisdom saving throw for him? Uh, yeah. There's a little bit more stuff, but it's just... Like, if you're standing next to lava, he wouldn't go into lava. Sure. That's basically it. Oh, oh. Uh, on a successful save, he takes half damage. All right. Uh, that is a 12 to save. What's your spell save, DC? Um, it's on your third page. Third yeah, page. What's, your char- what's your charisma modifier? 
Uh, spell save is 12. No! Oh, so he just barely saves, unfortunately. Dang it. So he Dang. takes... Okay, so I'll roll three times with the d6. Is that the Monopoly one? Um, yeah, it's Monopoly. I, does he take half damage on a failed save? No, uh, yeah. Successful? Okay, yeah, so roll the 3d6. Uh, one. Very good. Two. Oh, fantastic. Four. Okay. So that's seven Halves divided by two. Always round down to so three points. Um, you see, Man. like, uh, so what do you say to him uh, as you shout or give him these dissonant whispers? Uh, I give, I whisper into his brain. I said, I still think you're an ogre. <laughs> you just hear, like, very faintly through the garbled uh, mucus blood coming out. No, an ogre. I'm not an ogre. Uh, uh, all right, um, that is your turn. Uh, all right, Nate, you're up. Uh, so first, I'm gonna take a swing at this guy. Obviously, with my rapier. Uh, that is another dirty twenty to hit. Nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Another five piercing damage. <laughs> all right, dang. Uh, then I'm gonna punch him in the face again. Uh, it does an 11 hit. Okay, 11 does not hit. Okay, Fury of Blows. Punch him again. All right, go for it. Uh, that is a 23 to hit. 23 doesn't... No, that hits. <laughs> Another uh, six points of bludgeoning damage Gosh, with my fist. Dang, you were punching this guy so hard. Uh, yeah, but this one, sore. like, you aim right for where you rapier stabbed him. Ooh. Uh, yeah. And just use that previous uh, little... Little body blow. Uh, you said six points? Right. Yeah, six yeah. points with that, and then it was five points with the rapier again. Okay. I, I thought you said you missed with the rapier. No, I got a 20 with the rapier, oh, but then okay. I missed with my first punch, but then I used a key point to do Fury of Blows. Awesome, because you are a monk. Mm-hmm. All right. That just means I get one extra punch attack, right? Yeah, because you uh, only have one yeah, free hand. Yeah, because I... Yep. Uh, so you said it was how much for the rapier and how much for the... There's five piercing damage and then six okay. bludgeoning. Gotcha. Damage. This guy is looking pretty hurt. Um, nice. But he so is I. still going to uh, come straight at you uh, because you are the threat and not the one that's just whispering <laughs> sweet nothings in his ear. <laughs> yeah. I turn. I turn to him and say, "Fly, you fool." <laughs> uh, that's going to be oh. a ten to hit you. That will miss. All right. Uh, he takes just a wild swing with his short sword, and you just like kind of sidestep a little bit. You see the sword like deflects off of the table behind you, makes a little dent. You hear Borden behind go, "Hey, you're paying for that," uh, and then takes a second swing. That one is going to be a twenty-two to hit. Yeah, that hits. Oh my goodness! You take another ten points. I'm looking wow. real bad. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a one d eight plus two, and I've rolled two eight so far. So, wow! I also rolled one d eight, but plus three. But I've rolled two twos so far. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so this one cuts real deep. He gets you right across the stomach, uh, and you feel your guts are like starting to spill out. Ooh. Um, and Ooh, yummy! You guys uh, look and you see like the goblin is, with the pointy ears is getting like really excited because uh, like he thinks it's about to go in his favor. Um, so Exioc, that's you. What do you want to do? Um, can I, uh, I would like to, uh, 
I can't cast a spell and attack in the same turn, correct? Um, no, because one of them is an action, unless uh, the spell is a bonus action. Um, I don't think cantrips can be cast as a bonus action. Only if they have a bonus action cast. No, only if it says. Oh yeah, I see it now. An arcane trickster. I see it. I see. It, I see. It. Um, I'm gonna cast uh, uh, prestidigitation, and so in doing so, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna uh, create the sound that imitates like a police officer like whistle or something, like um, you know, like in in a sense that I it would be uh akin to like a a cop car siren going off outside it's just like the cop is like whistling as if he's heard this tussle on the outside to try and get people to uh draw their attention towards the door and as they do i'm gonna uh swipe the the goblins uh money from the table and step towards the orc nice okay so that is a performance check okay dang it uh, that's a five. <laughs> uh oh. So as you go to start like weaving your hands together, uh, using the somatic components to cast the spell, uh, the you you've got a pretty familiar idea of what sirens are from you know being chased by them for most of your life, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and uh. So you think you've got a pretty decent grasp on what this should sound like. And so as you start going for it, you see the goblin's ears perk up, but everyone else is like, what the heck is that? <laughs> um, and like nobody is like concerned about it at all, except for the one goblin who you see is like very subtly, like starting to gather up the coins <laughs> um, <laughs> as, as if he's just like about to make a run for it. Uh so uh, you said you wanted to also try to take some of the coins. I wanted to swipe right? his coin purse if, as he was distracted. Okay. Um, he is distracted. Uh, go ahead and give me a slide of hand check. Ten. <laughs> he rolled uh, a nine. Oh, yes! <laughs> yeah! Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to take a picture of that. All right. Um, all right. Uh, without him noticing, you deftly uh, swipe his entire coin purse. Um, and uh, do you just stand there or do you walk away somewhere else? Uh, no, I turn towards the orc with knife in hand. Okay. Um, so that was pretty much your entire action. So all you, yeah. all you have left is bonus actions. So uh, I'm thinking you don't get anything else. I don't uh, have any bonus anything actions. Else. So. Uh, but that's all right because we are back up at Hirok. Uh you see this orc is looking in pretty rough shape, but so is your valiant defender. Uh, what do you want to do? <clears throat> you know the scene in Indiana Jones when the, the guy's like swinging the sword all around and then Indiana Jones just like shoots him? Yeah. I, I want to do the same thing, but with my crossbow. I just want to shoot the guy <laughs> with the sword with my crossbow. Just like not move. Just like kind of lean back a little bit and then just kind of be like, nah, spells aren't working. <laughs> uh, so I am going to roll... A D8. No, you have D20. to attack first. Oh, shoot. You're right. Um, Man! Uh, six. Total? Plus plus your attack bonus. Uh, which is... How do I know my attack bonus? It's in attacks and spellcasting in the middle of your page. Oh, plus five. So, eleven. Probably not going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, 11 does not hit. Uh, I figured. You fumble for your crossbow and whip it out and try to shoot, and it just sticks into the ceiling behind. You see a little bit of sand start to come down uh, from the thin layer of sand that's gathered on top of this building. Ah. Um, just sh- shooting the holes in the ceiling. Um, all right, uh, but that is your turn, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, remember, as a bar, you have a bonus action to inspire someone. Ooh, I would like to do that. <laughs> um, uh, let me see what that does. <laughs> That's like so, my whole bread and butter. Hold on. Yeah, and you haven't used it yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, his bread and butter is his beautiful loot playing. Liar. True. Liar playing. He is a liar bird. Bird bird. The whole campaign is just you uh, playing your loot in in bar in bars and getting money. <laughs> It's just the whole. Now that's a campaign uh, I'd watch. Absolutely I would like stuff. to. So I roll a d6 and it. No. Nah, or I just no, give it to him, right? Yeah. And, yeah. You just give it to him. Oh, sweet. I yeah. I'm gonna give it to him. All right. How do you inspire, uh, Nate? Nathaniel? Oh man, with my trusty liar that has right. helped me attack this guy real good and do some real damage. I so, am. Be- because I am a cruel and unforgiving DM, I'm gonna make you actively perform how you inspire this man oh gosh okay um. <laughs> oh now the pressure's on give me a second <laughs> is this cruel and unusual punishment no uh, it's it's on me for choosing a bard as well accurate entertain us the bird bard bar fight. Hey, Ooh, I like that. I think we got an episode title. <laughs> nice. And action. Oh, let me think. <laughs> Just come up with like a poem or something. Okay. <clears throat> As I'm playing my liar, I say, Nate. Oh, you're so great. I want you to kick this ogre until he falls over. And that's what he sings. Nice. Go ahead and take your... Really driving it home that I think he's an ogre yep. because of my negative one intelligence. <laughs> no, I'm actually, it's a zero, but... Uh, yeah, Nate, go, go ahead and take your d6. Uh, I did. Nate, it is your turn. Right. Uh, yeah, um, so I immediately... Uh, he told me to kick this guy, so I'm just gonna start with my bonus action thing, but I'm gonna kick him. As hard as I can. Ooh, go for it. Unarmed strike. <laughs> oh, snap. Here we go. Unarmed strike to start up. Dirty 20, so I don't need to use the bardic there. Yay! Alright, uh, roll for damage. Nice. Uh, seven non-lethal damage is what I'd like to be doing here. Alright, he is still standing, but he is... Oh. Boom. Right on the edge. You take- Fury of blows. Other foot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh! Uh, key point. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll this bardic inspiration because that was an eight. But that's a six on the bardic no! inspiration. No way. So what is that? That's four. It's gonna be nineteen to hit. Oh. oh. Uh, how do you want to do this? Yeah. Oh, I wanna I wanna like. So uh, for the audience's like sake, a- really quick. Um. When I say, how do you want to do this? I'm asking uh, him to describe this epic takedown in as epic of fashion as he can possibly manage. All right, let's hear it. Okay. I'd like to do, uh, 
know, I get this bardic inspiration and I'm feeling real weak, but he tells me to kick this this ogre in the, and just kick him as hard as I can. So with one foot, I like sweep around and kick across his face like a roundhouse kick. And with the momentum of that, I swing my body around, jump in the air a little bit, and kick him with my other foot across the face again. <laughs> oh, to just beautiful. knock him out on the floor. In and his, then I just stand there and I wait. In his inverse nose. I love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he goes down like a sack of beans. Oh, uh, I yeah. take his coin purse. You hear cheers and angry shouts from across the table where all the bets are being gathered as the goblin is like separating out everybody's things uh, and making sure everybody's getting their own payments. Fuck um, him over, big guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, uh, Exioc, you get, uh, two, two gold pieces back. Six, and so I, I got one. Yeah. Um, I would like to take the coin purse of the ogre I just beat yeah. up. Yeah, uh, you go ahead and grab it off of him. Um, and you see he is just in a crumpled pile on the ground. Uh, and you hear, uh, hear Borden behind you go, <laughs> well, <laughs> you can hand you yourself in a fight, huh? More or less. That actually Nathan, might come in useful Nathan, for what I was thinking about. <laughs> I started uh, going, give me a give Nathan. me a persuasion check to see if you can actually get the chant going. Uh, can I help out? Is that a thing? Yeah, go ahead and roll with advantage. Oh, you say persuasion. Nice. Yeah, roll with advantage, Tommy. Okay, thank you. I'm chanting along, and I'm, uh, I'm thirteen total. Okay, uh, that's Nathan, enough to slowly get it going. Nathan, nice. Nathan, 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 Nathan. <laughs> Just start chanting your own name. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan. <laughs> so you reach down and take this guy's coin purse uh, and um, just tuck it away for now. It's poor taste to count in front of everybody, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, Borden uh, says... Well, uh, actually, I think that's the end of my shift. If you wouldn't mind taking out the trash. Um, <laughs> who is he? Say, wait, who does he say that to? Does he, he doesn't say that to me, does he? Uh, he, he no, says he says it to Nate. Um, and I guess uh, Hirok as well. <laughs> I look at Nate. I go, you want to give me a hand pulling this guy out of the bar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, I guess. All right. Uh, you can either both roll for it, or one of you can roll with advantage. And advantage means you roll two d20s and take the higher of the two. Uh, and what would we be adding to this? This is a strength check. What is your strength, uh, good, sir? Not great. I am <laughs> eighty pounds, so. <laughs> Holy! Yeah, I'm a little bit, but I got a, about a zero modifier. <laughs> I got a. I got a. Chaboy's got a negative one strength. Oh snap! I'll take the advantage then. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Jeffrey, you have a zero? Yeah. (laughs) How do you have a zero strength and you just punch that guy in the face for seven damage? I punch with my dexterity. Strength modifier of zero. And Hirak, you also have, you have a negative one in strength? Yep. Dude, I also have a negative one. Oh, fantastic. Oh, no. I don't think we're... Very strong target. Oh no, I can't see this going poorly. But anyway, I'm gonna attempt to pull him out. Uh, so flat roll. That's a sixteen. All right. Um, 
that is enough to get him moving slightly. Uh, Borden is just kind of laughing to himself. <laughs> I'm, I'm also I'm also trying to help, but I'm not actually doing any. I'm just like pulling, I'm just like tugging on his clothes. So it looks like I'm helping, but I'm not actually. Uh... Right. Um, eventually, there's another pretty beefy looking guy that looks like uh, he's about to take over for Borden's shift. Um, and he comes and starts helping you guys along. You're able to drag him outside. Oh. Uh, oh, there, thanks. I would have hey, had it, but... Uh, yeah, there's like a you know, pile of trash gone. outside that you just kind of slump his body into. Okay. Um, oh, gross. <laughs> and he is conscious, uh, or uh, uh, stable, like not bleeding out and dying. Um, yeah. because oh, it's so like Pokemon where you knock did, him out. I did, yeah. well, I did non-lethal damage. Right. With his last blow, he did non-lethal, so he's stable and not making death saving throws. Um. So he's just kind of in a daze in a pile right now, just lowest of the low. Um, he's got rubber and, duckies. Uh, you see now, uh, Exioc, you see that Nate and Hirok have both disappeared outside with Borden. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, I would like to... Uh, I'd like to put my hood up over my head and then make my way towards the doorway. Sure. Um, you make your way outside uh, as Borden is like starting to talk to these two guys. Um, you hear he's uh, telling them, well, it's pretty great that you guys can hand yourselves in a fight, you know? Um, yeah, I did. See. I mean, I was pretty strong in that fight. I really <laughs> took care of that guy. I don't know. What it- hey, I've seen a bottom or two in my time. I kind of know what you're about. You know, you could be handy in a situation like this. <clears throat> I would cough up a bit of blood. Go- yeah. <laughs> I pretend to cough up my a bit of blood with my negative with my one hit point I took that whole battle. <laughs> yeah, just from the start of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I stand my distance in the doorway. Uh, do you want to do it stealthily or not? Uh, yes, I'll step into the uh, shadow, make a stealth. Yeah, stealth check. Me. Stealth check. That is a uh, uh, nat twenty. It's twenty seven total. Whoa. Yeah, no, you are... It's like you're a rogue or something. <laughs> Dang. Yeah! Na- Tommy, congratulations on your first natural 20. Thank you, thank you. I'm bowing for those of you who can't see, which are all of yeah. you. So wait, that's everybody except Jeffrey, right? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you guys are... So yeah, you are unknown to everybody and just listening in. Uh, mm-hmm. You see boarding continues and he says... Uh, I got a shipment that's heading out to a dig site around here. Um, no one's real supposed to know about it, but as long as you can keep it on the down low, I think I can trust you guys to guard the shipment, make sure it doesn't get taken out by some sort of sand creature. And uh, there'll be 10 gold down payment and 10 gold uh, on proof of completion. So uh, if you're willing to take the job and just be there. You had me a gold. <laughs> Well, alrighty then. Uh, hey, I where's say, your friend? Uh, the the little he, man dude with the green skin. As he's, uh, okay. he's uh, I don't. It, I'm a bit delirious. Lost a little bit of blood, but uh, he's he'll he'll be fine. I know him from a long time ago. Well, alrighty then. Uh, I take that. If, I I take that note. I because I hear that, and I like make a mental note of that that lie. Hmm. So, uh, shipment leaves tomorrow morning at the crack of dawn. Uh, you travel with the day. Make sure you bring plenty, plenty of water to hydrate yourselves. Uh, we'll be supplying just a little bit for each of you, but 
uh, it's going to be a tough journey. So make sure you bring lots of water and you're prepared uh, for anything that might come at you. There's a lot of mysteries hidden underneath these sands if the legends ought to be believed. And, you know, you never know what might be coming at you. Me up here, the butt crack of dawn tomorrow, all right? Okay. Mm. All right. And uh, when you get to the ruins, uh, don't touch anything, okay? Don't touch anything is my middle name. <laughs> I, look at, I look at my hands. I say, but what about all the things we can touch? <laughs> uh, he just gives you like a dead stare. He says, you touch anything. The passing hands gotta come after you, and you're not gonna like that. And that is where we're gonna end the session. Nice, awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dang, uh, the the awesome three person. Everybody was included in that fight, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, we really took many, out that guy. You guys want to know how many Just, hit points I have? How many left or total? Left. Uh, let's hear it. A whopping one. Oh, what? Oh. oh my god! I have twenty-one health. I got hit twice Dang. for ten. Hey, I was prepared to step in, but so no, Borden no. was like giving you all the lowdown, and you're just like barely holding your guts in and trying to yeah, stick on. Yeah, that's I'm like, I'm like. I don't know this. I'm sorry. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. After that first fight, he does actually have two eye patches, <laughs> two, two, two peg, legs. peg legs, two hook hands. I'm glad that every Jeffrey go. could participate. Literal pirate. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, that part of inspiration, though. That was good. Oh, man. Oh, actually, though. All right. Please subscribe to our podcast. Uh, follow yeah. us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Oh, uh, Yeah. Um, which Get we haven't there. set up yet, but we will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we will by the time that this is released. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, subscribing really means a lot. Tell your friends about us. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. There's going to be a lot more coming just like it. Uh, the adventures of the band to be determined uh, have yet to really solidify themselves as friends. Uh, but, you know, a lot of adventures to come. Really looking forward to spending more time with these guys. Amen. On top of that, we're going to be starting uh, up a after show that we're going to be calling Afterburner. <clears throat> and that's going to be like a breakdown thing where we talk about the show. Uh, answer some fan questions and uh, that's going to be over on our Patreon yeah. and so if you guys feel like supporting the show you can definitely check that out it's going to be at patreon.com slash fire and dice A-N-D uh, not an ampersand in the middle um, anyway thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time thanks bye <laughs>